Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlanis here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast and Happy New Year again. Praise God. What a blessing of the Lord. Last week, we preached double the anointing, double the responsibility, and double the work. That was part one. This is part two. Do you know how much God wants to do for you? He wants to stretch you and fill you up so you can accomplish your destiny and reach your destination. So this is part two of double the anointing, double the responsibility, double the work. Get a pencil and a paper, my God, and write down these notes. Get these things in you and go back and get your notes on part one. Put them together and watch God do a miracle. So let's go into the message right now. Part two of double the anointing, double the responsibility and double the work. Watch and learn. Never covet spiritual gifts and power to promote spiritual glorification on oneself. Never covet spiritual gifts and power to promote spiritual glorification on oneself. That's why I'm very careful about my heaven trip. You notice I very seldom talk about that because I know it brings glory. I know it's going to bring glory to God, but it brings glory to me. A lot of people get, whoa, whoa, and I got, you got to be very careful with that because I will not do those things. I will not touch the glory of God Almighty. I only do what he says. I say what he says, and, and I do what he tells me to do. Why? Because I want no spiritual glorification because of the gifts of the Spirit that are in my life or the fruits of the Spirit. So never covet spiritual gifts and power to promote spiritual glorification on oneself. Which means this, always keep strict watch over yourself. Amen. Write that down. Always keep strict watch over yourself. Be on guard against self-seeking and forms of vulgar selfishness. Because see, selfishness is very vulgar. Let me say it again. Always keep strict watch, a strict watch over yourself. Be on guard against self-seeking and forms of vulgar selfishness. So I'm constantly getting compliments and I thank God that people honor me. That's not the issue. I'm not talking about that. But I realize I said to God be the glory. You always hear me say, well, God is gracious. You know, when it's thought. And then sometimes it's a little too much. I say, you know, well, God is gracious. God is gracious. You know, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Why? Because I'm not self-seeking. I don't want God to give me the gift of miracles so you can see me perform it. If you think I am that, it's just, it's just a platform where you can get where I'm at or go past me. So you keep strict watch over yourself. Always keep strict watch over yourself. Be on guard against self-seeking and forms of vulgar selfishness. See what I'm saying? That's what, he, that's what Elisha did. That's why double the spirit, the spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah was on him. And he honored it all the days of his life. Whoo. And watch it. What do people say? Listen to this. Write this down. Never be concerned about other person's estimates of you. You don't need their praise or their admiration or their opinions. Let me say it again. Never be concerned about other person's estimates of you. I'm going to go over this. I know I'm going a little fast. Some of you are writing. I'm going to go over it again. Never be concerned about other person's estimates of you. You don't need their praise or their admiration or their opinions. Now, you don't need any of that. What you need is, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Coming from above, not from beneath. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So when you understand it, you're never concerned. See, when you begin to get concerned about that, that's called vulgar selfishness. You're not watching over yourself the way you should. And you have to be on guard because you start self-seeking. You see what I'm saying? 
And then you start doing things you never thought you would do. And you think, and you, after a while you begin to think that people owe you that. You'll walk up to people and say, did the Lord bless you under my ministry? Oh yeah, you know, I'm bleeding for a watch just like you got. Let the Lord lead you. Yeah, he's going to lead me to keep my watch on my wrist. That's what he's going to do. You see, that's a religious con art, but after a while you don't see that because you figure, I've done a lot for them people. I heard one person tell me that he, he, he thought, this preacher thought he could have another woman anytime he wanted because every man needs a spare tire. Look at these women calling me a spare tire. Yeah, but it was a good year. <laughs> it was a Michelin. <laughs> no, you, do you see? Is that sad? And that, that thing, I'm going to bless you with my presence. Have you ever seen that? Hold your hand up if you ever seen that in the church. Yeah, you have. See, that's what I mean. See, that's self-seeking. And what they don't know, they're not only getting in trouble with those people, they're going to get in trouble with God. See, that's not a father. I mean, if a father keeps telling his kid, you got you to bow down to me and kiss my feet, he's not a father at all. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, none whatsoever. Let me say it again, just so you can write it down. Never be concerned about other person's estimates of you. That's why I don't care what people say about me. I don't need their praise. You don't need their praise or their admiration or their opinions. So many people tell me all the time, I don't think you ought to have that jet. Well, I don't think I asked you. I don't think you ought to have that house. Well, close your eyes when you drive by. I don't mean that to be rude. I'm just telling you the truth. I, I don't need your admiration. I don't need your opinions. I don't need you to check me off. He's a good guy. No, I know in whom I have believed and I'm persuaded that he is able to keep what I commit to him. What did I commit to him? That plane? For his work? That house? For his glory? Hmm, think about that, see? So, I mean, it's nice to get a compliment. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not being rude about thank you, blah, blah, this and that. But I realize when it begins to go over and it begins to pull from the glory of God, and I refuse that because my job is to perfect the saints and to perfect God's glory in the saint. See? So I always keep strict Watch over myself. I had a preacher ask me at one time, you know, Brother Jesse, I've been watching you for years. You've never had a scandal. And I've seen women around you so much. I said, that bothers you, don't it? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You lying? Yes, it does. You wish you had that so you could abuse it. Whew. See, he wasn't keeping strict watch over himself. You see what I'm saying? See, there's been times I almost, I mean, Kathy make me so mad. See, Kathy can make me happier than anybody I've ever met in my life. But she can make me madder than anybody I've ever seen, including the devil. Kathy can make me madder than the devil can. I ain't lying. Don't look at me weird. You husbands know you thinking the exact same thing. You just ain't got the guts to say it. Cowards. <laughs> look at Jonathan. That's why he calls her grace. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why? Because she knows me best. The devil don't know me as much as Kathy does. So that's why when she says something that I just don't want to hear, oh, it can get hot. And we've had some 
not knockdown, drag out. No, we don't do that. But boy, we've had some verbal term papers, <laughs> feces. <laughs> and she had to repent. <laughs> Listen, it's my story. I'm telling it my way, praise the Lord. So we use a scripture on each other all the time. If she's mad at me and I'm mad at her, when the sun's going to, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Come on, Kathy. <laughs> Repent. I'm sorry, Jesse. I pardon you. <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. See, when you understand those kind of things, you really get free. When you're not worrying about what that guy next to you is thinking. You can just be who you are. Yeah. I mean, just be who you are. You know, that's why there's so many things. Everybody's trying to make you something different. That's how they buy all. That's how all makeup is sold. <laughs> Look at the women. There's always somebody saying, yeah, eye makeup is not quite right. You know, you ought to do it my way. But you might like it that way. Yeah, but then it's not fashionable. Kathy gets mad at me sometimes. I'll put something. She suggested that's out of style. I don't care. Why did I put it on? I liked it, but it's out of style. I don't care. See, I have to say it several times. But it's out of style. I don't care. You know what people are going to think? I don't care. How many times you got to say it? I'm not living for you. I'm living for him. And he happened to like my shirt. <laughs> he didn't say take that off. I've never had God say that's out of style. <laughs> He's a father. You look good, boy. You look good. Like she's talking about me right now and she's supposed to be listening. But I pardon you. <laughs> we went over to the North Shore this week and had lunch at, uh, on the Chifuncta River. Well, you got to speak in tongues to say that word, Chifuncta. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, a really crazy Pentecostal bowed their head and said, What did the Lord say? Chifuncta. <laughs> At this wonderful restaurant, at Greg and Carrie Peace, took us to uh, actually lunch. It was wonderful. I guess the waiter wanted us to leave because we hadn't even got our entrees yet. And he said, oh, y'all save room for dessert? <laughs> we hadn't got our entrees. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. We had a wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. But you know, you know I, I didn't realize how much people listening to me. And I was trying to buy it, but Greg wouldn't let me in. And, 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 you know, they said, no, no, no. Carrie said, no, no, we're going to buy it. So when Greg was writing, when he got the check and he was signing it, Carrie says, now remember, tip like Jesse tips. <laughs> I could see Greg going. <laughs> no, he don't say it. He went, okay. See, he was an old Greg. Now he's the new Greg. <laughs> I mean, I never thought that people notice how I tip. I just do what I do and that's it. I got to tell them one time I was with Ricky, he was going by me. He said, I don't tip like Jesse. This is what you get. <laughs> Remember that, Ricky? 
that was funny. Holla. I never realized. It doesn't make any difference how you tip. That's your business. <laughs> you, know, you do what you want to do. See, but I, I just make up my mind that I'll be a blessing every day of my life spiritually, physically, and financially. So I'm not concerned about those things. Verse, now listen, listen to this next point. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. Each one of you have a gift. We will not accomplish much in the world if you stand gazing up in the heaven. See, faith without works is dead. It's great going to faith seminars. But if all you do is this, all your life, you ain't doing nothing. You see, if you notice this, Elisha saw Elijah go up into heaven, but he didn't stand there just gazing in heaven. He crossed that Jordan, parted them waters, and started his work. Let me say it again. Neglect not the gift that is in thee. We will not, or you will not, I will not, accomplish much in the world if you stand gazing up into heaven. Now, I love talking to the Lord, and I love doing those things, but I know double the anointing, double the responsibility, double the work. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I know I must be about the Father's business in every area of my life. Now, don't I love just gazing into heaven, seeing all the wonderful power and all that's great stuff. But Jesus didn't do that neither. Now, he, he took time where he talked to his Father and gazed in heaven, but he was on the road 98% of his whole adult life ministering the Word of God. See, so when you understand, this is what that double does, you see. I want double the spirit. He had the spirit of Elijah and the power of Elijah. See, so write this down. The double is made up of the spirit of fidelity to duty. You have a duty. The double is made up of the spirit of fidelity to duty. The spirit of faithfulness to rebuke sin. I don't like doing that. But because I stand in this office, I have to rebuke sin. The spirit of faithfulness to rebuke sin. The spirit of fearlessness and courage in the presence of danger and opposition. Even when everything's going wrong, the spirit of fearlessness and courage in the presence of danger and opposition. Paul said we're losing the boat, but if everybody stays with me, nobody's going to lose their life. That's fearlessness and courage in, in, in the midst of opposition and danger. And at the, at the same time, and at the same time, the spirit of tenderness and love. You see, all these hard things must be done in tenderness and love. You're sinning. You're wrong. Now, people don't like to be told they're wrong. I mean, you know, they don't. Because we were never created to be ruled over. We were created to rule and reign. That's why babies get mad at you. Babies. You can see them. They can be five months, six months, and you don't, and they want something you don't, you don't give it to them. Am I correct? You can see it in their little faces like, what? If I was big enough. But I can vomit all over you. That little baby, you can see it. Why? Because they weren't created to be ruled over. You were created to rule. And rain, but sin took that away from you. Let me say it again. The double is made up of the spirit of fidelity to duty. The spirit of faithfulness to rebuke sin. 
you get that? I'm going to go over this one more time. And the spirit of fearlessness and courage in the presence of danger and opposition. And one more. And at the same time, the spirit of tenderness and love. You got to love people you don't like and you have to do it a tender way. Meat is always tastes better when it's tenderized. But how do you tenderize it? You beat the hell out of it. Am I shocking you? Wham, wham. That's why you get chicken fried steak in Texas this big. Now, I'm not telling you to beat people. Don't, that's not cussing in Louisiana, all you that are watching. That's a location. You know, you just. Every time we go to Fort Worth, we love this wonderful restaurant called Rietta's. Great place. Downtown Fort Worth. I give them a plug. Oh, God. Great food. Now, me and Kathy, we, we, we eat. When we go there, we're like a chicken fried steak. I don't know. I, I said, I've never seen a part of a cow that big. <laughs> and it's so tender. And they cover it with gravy, white gravy, the, the pork, whatever, whatever it is. Oh, Lord. It's just so good. I said, how y'all get this over? Well, we just beat it and tenderize it. But we do it with tender mercies. Oh, you're like your mama when she'd beat you. This is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Well, let's change places, mama. Let's find out if that works or not. Shut up, boy. I'm going to hit you more now. <laughs> Let me go over it again. The double is made up of the spirit of fidelity to duty, the spirit of faithfulness to rebuke sin, the spirit of fearlessness and courage in the presence of danger and opposition, and at all the same time, the spirit of tenderness and love. That's what the Apostle Paul had, ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of fearlessness and courage in the presence of danger. When that boat was going down, he was fearless. He said, I spent a, a day and a night in the deep, but he also had the spirit of tenderness and love. He saved those people on that boat. He said, just hang with me, buddy. See, that's what I'm talking about. This anointing that's on people will come upon other people if you get around them. That's what it's all about. Remember, we must always keep strict watch over ourselves. In other words, don't be looking at anybody else. Be looking at yourself. It's about letting your light shine for Jesus. See, I, 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 don't, I just don't believe in self-seeking and selfishness and all that. No, we don't have time. See, <laughs> let me say it like this. If you can look in the mirror and recognize yourself, you've got a problem. Because you, you, you're a dead man. Christ in you, the hope of glory. See? See the Christ in you. That's what people need to see. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself, man. I can get into this stuff strong. I love receiving your questions. And today I'd like to answer one from a lady named Heather. She says, Jesse, I've been watching episode after episode of you and Kathy's teachings every day to keep me uplifted and to withstand spiritual warfare going on in my home. My question is about naming your seed. Can we put more than one name on a seed or is it one seed is only equal to one name? Okay, well, first thing first, you know, if you sow an orange, you're going to get oranges. You understand what I'm saying? Now, you see, if you sow an orange, you're not going to get an orange. You're going to get oranges. So it takes just, it takes one name, but it's the harvest. You'll have enough off of the harvest to take care of anything else you believe in God for. Do you understand what I'm saying? One acorn, watch this, produces a very big oak tree. But the oak tree <laughs> produces literally thousands upon thousands of acorns. You see? 
So you got you to understand, when you name a seed, you don't get back a seed. You get back a harvest. Oh, I'm preaching here. Glory to God. Did you understand what I just said? Let me pray for you so you can understand it. Father, open up their minds to hear this revelation, to understand what's going on. All you want to do is be a blessing, Lord, to, be, to minister to them spiritually, physically, financially, every part of their life. Lord, I decree and declare today the hundredfold anointing blessing harvest on each and every one. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's the thing about one seed. <laughs> if you produce it and put it in the right ground, it'll take care of you for a lifetime. Think about if you, if you sowed the harvest. What would you get? That's another message I'll preach later on. Praise God. I'm telling you, man, God's big. He's big. And he, he does big things if you just let him. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I want to show you a few things that are happening here at Jesse the Planet's Ministries. I'll be back. Watch this. Be blessed. Jesse DeVantis Ministries is literally circling the globe using every available voice. What would that be? That would be television, radio, printed page, internet, DVDs, CDs, books, whatever it takes to preach the gospel. Can you see it? Hey, can you see it? I can just see it. I can see the gospel going all over the world to every person. Every year the soul's adding up, people getting healed, lives being changed and delivered. Is that impossible? No. God thinks we can do that. Everything you see here at Jesse DePlantis Ministries was impossible, and everything we are going to do is impossible. But yet the Lord said, if you believe it, I'll do it. We are believing the unbelievable and receiving the impossible to simply reach people and change lives. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't got this book yet, you are, let me tell you, you're missing God on this one. You need to read this because there's so much doubt in the world, especially in the church. You need to get it. And if you want to receive double from God, you can't have doubt in your life. You have to learn how to shut down doubt, and this book will help you. I'm not trying to just send you this thing. This thing done sold out, glory to God. We're having to reorder all the time. Doubt is dangerous to God's plan for you. Man, I'm trying to help you. You understand what I'm saying? And doubt, my God, is mental anemia. It will mess you up every time. 
Get rid of it. Don't have anything to do with it. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Man, I'm preaching on this because this is so powerful. This is me. I don't have no doubt in my life. I'm not bragging about that. I just made up my mind. I'm on, if I'm going to believe something, I'm going to believe the Word of God. You can order this right here at jdm.org. I saw you could just go to it, get all the order information, and you will be blessed. It will change your life. I've had so many people tell me when I go out preaching, man, I read that book. Good God, it changed my life. And it will because it's, it, it, it doesn't have doubt in it whatsoever at all. <laughs> Partners, thank you for being so courteous and kind. Think about this. In all our years of ministry, 46 years, I've said it so many times, we've never had a financial deficit simply because, you know, you did something and I did something. You know, I say it all the time. I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. And guess what happens? Both of us get blessed. You know, I said, really think about that. That's a blessing. And I've asked the Lord, you've heard me say it probably a million times over all these 46 years. For every dollar given in my ministry, give me a soul into the kingdom. Man, I'm a working machine. I just believe in that. And I don't just look at your money and go, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. No, no. You, you sent in partnership so we could touch the world for Jesus, and that's what we're doing. So thank you for being a partner. If you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Why? The anointing of increase is on my life. Just like Paul saved those people in that boat, I'm telling you, this anointing of increase is on me. It'll come on you if you'll believe it. My, I'm not struggling at all, and you shouldn't either. Also, for your January partnership, we're offering my message. I love this. Angels are hidden help. You know, you have hidden help. God sends forth his angels to minister to you every day. Have you recognized them? Oh, Lord. Think about it. Just go to our website, jdm.org, for all that information to get your copy. It will bless you, and I mean that sincerely. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for being a partner. My, what a blessing you are. We pray for you every day. Remember this. There'll never be a day without, you'll never be a day without prayer. I will pray for you. I believe in prayer and I believe in you. Till next week, Justin Plant saying we love you. See you soon. Bye-bye. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter and you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' glorious A Conference for Women, March 25th and March 26th. Admission is free. Register online at jdm.org. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. Be encouraged with godly insight and wisdom as you stream the Jesse Duplantis Ministries podcast. Jesus said, whom the Son is set free is free indeed. You come boldly to the throne of grace. Each newly uploaded teaching by Jesse and Kathy will strengthen your faith and inspire you to live a prosperous life in Jesus Christ. Start walking in victory with just a click of a button. Subscribe to the JDM Podcast today. I want to talk about these different things, you know. How many times that God has protected you? When we all get to heaven, we go, I think I call it here, run back the videotape and show you exactly how many times that angel stopped somebody from killing you wow. or stopped the accident from happening or 
whatever. But I, and, and he said, if you've entertained angels. And I thought, I like the word entertain because they're very curious about us. See, because we have the ability that they don't have. 